0: The Business Without Boundaries podcast is for multi-passionate entrepreneurs who crave the freedom to create a career in life on their own terms. Because we know that the next best thing to having a business that allows you to work whenever and wherever you want is having a company that rewards you well for your time and talent invested. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Business Without Boundaries podcast. I'm your host, Amy Hayes, and I am so excited to be recording for you again. I had such a fantastic time sharing my story in the first episode, the story of the global creator, where I talked about my travels and all of my pivots in business and how I got from being an art student and an interior designer to being a business coach, some whatever, years later. And today, what I really want to talk to you all about is ideas and the phenomenon of us all having so many of them all the time. Because as multi-passionate people, we have a lot of interests and this generates a lot of inspiration and a lot of ideas and can get us feeling like we're running in circles and playing whack-a-mole with every new idea that pops up. And so... There really is magic to be found in finding one best idea and in putting all of your oomph behind that one idea. And in order to do this, I really encourage people to look at their future self. So basically tap into a greater vision of where they want to be. And to do this, Look at what the lifestyle that you want to create. So for me, if you, you know, listen to my story, you know that I really wanted a location-independent lifestyle. I wanna be able to travel when I want to. I wanna be able to book plane tickets every six weeks. I want to be able to work from wherever and be in control of my own time and not have to ask anybody to approve my request for time off. That is really the driving force behind what inspired me and motivated me to become my own boss. So that is my greater vision for my life. This is the lifestyle that I want to create. And when I start to make decisions in my business and I have ideas for my business, if it doesn't bring me closer to that idea that I have for myself of a freedom-based lifestyle, then I know that it's not probably in the best alignment with what I'm trying to achieve and therefore it's not my best idea. So, this is what I would say for you. If you are struggling with playing whack of mole with ideas and you have so many inspirations popping up all the time that you feel like you're spinning in circles, really sit down and reflect on what sort of lifestyle you want to create for yourself. What are the non-negotiables? What are the things that get you out of bed in the morning, get you excited, and how you would want to be spending your time? Because that becomes the sort of guideposts And the measurements against what you'll, you'll measure each of your ideas that pop up to decide whether it meets the criteria for taking you closer to that vision or not. And then you know whether it's a keeper or not. And so for these visions, like I don't want you to get stuck in the weeds of worrying about the how just yet, just focus on that like ultimate dream lifestyle that you have, that you're wanting to use your business as the vehicle to creating. So we're going to figure out the how as we go. Like I always say, we figure out the how in the trenches. Like you have to try and fail and tweak and try again. And that's how the how gets sorted out. But we need that guiding light. We need that, you know, light at the end of the tunnel that says, this is what I'm working towards. This is why it's worth it to keep getting up in the morning and keep trying and trying again and failing. And, you know, just getting past all of the sludge that can be in the way of getting to where we want to be. So if you have a lot of ideas, then that's totally okay. Like lots of us have lots of ideas. We're multi-passionate people. Like I said, we have a lot of ideas and that is one of the beautiful things about being a creative person. What I would want you to do is to, you know, keep this vision in mind, and write down all of your ideas. Like actually put pen to paper. There's a really powerful connection when you actually write out on paper what your ideas are. Like they sink in, you're connected to them, like you can just, and and you get to see the data on the page and you don't have to worry about forgetting them. So write everything down so that you don't forget them and you have sort of an ideas bank that you can pull from later when you, you know, feeling like you need some extra inspiration or you, you know, just wanna see like what else you can try and test. So create yourself an ideas bank. And then we're going to figure out the how, how you're gonna to get to this greater vision for your life by testing one idea at a time and seeing it through to completion. Now this, this is kind of hard for a lot of people because it's difficult to focus on one thing at a time because what happens is we commit to something, we hit a few roadblocks or challenges, and it's easy for, easier for us to then you know, discard that idea and decide to test another one than it is to keep trying until we get the results that we want. So I don't want you to give up just because it's hard. It being hard does not mean that you're on the wrong path or you're doing anything wrong or it's not meant for you or all these things that we make it mean about ourselves. It being hard just means that you're doing it. You are in the trenches getting it done and it's a process. It's not a, okay, I had an idea and I, I tried a few things and it didn't work. So that obviously meant that I'm not good at this and I should pick something else. It may just mean that you're a beginner and that you're learning the skills and that you're figuring it out as you go. And that's totally fine. Like You do not have to have everything figured out and polished and perfect in order to make progress. So pick one idea that you think could take you closer to that greater vision for yourself and test that one idea until you see results. You are allowed to pivot, of course. Like no one's going to say just because you picked an idea and you committed to it that you have to see it through if you absolutely hate it. You know, things will shift and evolve once you see the next step and, you know, it starts to feel easy. Then you can say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this idea. I've, I've gotten past the learning curve, but I'm finding that it's taking me farther away from my vision. Well, then in that case, that's not your one best idea. That's an idea that you tried and it's not working out, you know, quite like you thought it would. So then try another idea. What I don't want you to do is just to say, you know, I'm pivoting because because it got too hard or I'm pivoting because it wasn't working. Like there are minor tweaks that you can make, but if you find yourself, uh, you know, if you have the tendency of just throwing in a towel when things don't work out on the first couple of tries, I really want to encourage you to commit to a longer time span and a bit more effort till you get past that feeling of it being so difficult or so overwhelming. Again, focus on one idea so that it's not, like you don't feel buried by it, but if it's uncomfortable, that's okay. Keep pushing through until it becomes a bit easier. And then you can use the data of, okay, this is taking me farther away from my desired lifestyle, or this is actually not working out the way that I would like it to, and it doesn't feel aligned anymore. It's not taking me on this path that I want to be on and you're you're making that decision from a results driven place not a emotionally driven place like you have data even if it's not the final result you have some data to go on to say okay this is proven to not be taking me closer to that greater vision to myself then yes you are absolutely allowed to change your mind and try something else so for example, in my story I shared that I started out, well, I started out in fine art, then I had moved to interior design, then I got into travel and travel blogging and writing for magazines, and then that shifted into doing websites and branding, and now finally coaching. So when we first moved into coaching, Katie and I, my sister, and business partner, we, I was using my background of saying, you know what, I really want to help people that are in the travel space create these amazing brands and this amazing lifestyle that allows them to travel more and get paid really well so that they don't have to worry about how they're gonna pay for the next plane ticket. So we created packages and we had this idea and we tested it and what we found was that people in the space that we were talking to didn't really want what we were offering. They either didn't want to invest in it or they didn't see, it. not that they didn't see the value, but it just, what there wasn't, it wasn't quite right. It wasn't the quite perfect match. So this is where we didn't scrap the whole idea and make it mean that we're not meant to be coaching and we're not meant to be teaching people how to build you know, badass brands and businesses. We just took it as information that we need to shift uh, the market of who we're speaking to. And that's why we widened it out to instead of being industry specific of travel related, we widened it out to say multi-passionate freedom driven entrepreneurs. So that way we are encompassing a lifestyle that we really vibe with, and we understand the challenges that come from being a multi-passionate person trying to build a business. Because we know that ideas are coming at you right and left and like often we don't know what the hell to do with them. So that is how we, we pivoted without ever taking our eye off that final goal. Like the final goal was a freedom based lifestyle Coaching is the business model that is my vehicle for getting to that freedom based lifestyle because this way I'm not married to a computer, you know, building people's websites or on Photoshop and Illustrator, creating people's brand design assets or, you know, responsible for writing, things like that. That I felt like kept me more tied to my screen than I wanted to be. And I really like having these conversations and helping people and empowering them and facilitating breakthroughs. Like, this is really my jam. So, I knew coaching was the vehicle that I wanted to use to get to a freedom based lifestyle that is my ideal lifestyle and my greater vision. So, we just had to tweak those little, like, okay, the market, okay, the packages, like little, little details got. Um, updated and evolved as we had more information from being actually out there in the market talking to people. So that is a time when you are absolutely allowed to change your ideas and you do not have to beat an idea to death just because you said you committed to one idea. Now, if you're using this big division as a guiding light, then you should be able to swap ideas in and out to test which ones are bringing you closer. And so this is, again, where it's really important not to overwhelm yourself by trying to test too many ideas at the same time because you're going to have too many variables and you're just going to be overwhelmed and you're, it's going to be so much more challenging to look at the data and, be like, and make sense of it. So imagine like if you had a math problem, if you have A plus B equals C, and you're trying to sort out how to change C, well, now you know you need to tweak A and B. But if you have A plus B plus C, you know, so on and so forth, like you have way too many things that you're trying to test in order to change that outcome. And that is where a lot of the overwhelm and a lot of the spinning in circles and a lot of the the midnight tears and wanting to give up and just eating a jar of ice cream or or a carton of ice cream on the couch. For me, it's always a jar of patella on the couch. That's when those moments come in when you just feel like, you know what? I don't have it in me today. Everything's spinning in my brain. I just need to walk away. And that's okay. That's there's no judgment attached to needing those moments of just hitting pause. But it'd be really nice if we could just not get there in the first place, don't you agree? So let's practice some constraint and test one idea until you find your one best idea and that can be your big winner. And you can work through your your list, your ideas bank, and keep testing ideas and giving them enough time to get data back on them to know whether they're going to be winners or whether they need to be, you know, discarded and, you know, tossed in the circular file. Or if you can tweak them and adjust them and, you know, make little minor changes so that you can get closer to that, that big vision for yourself. And you can discard the ideas that don't work and keep the ones that do. And as you think of new ones, keep adding them to your list, your ideas bank, and you can test them after you have enough data to file your current idea that you're testing in the Keeper or Discard pile. So basically this just becomes like a big science experiment and a big math problem where there's no emotional drama attached to it, there's no meaning, no no reflection on your self-worth, and if you're good enough, and all these thoughts that we have in our heads we're literally just taking ideas one at a time and testing them in the marketplace or in wherever we're testing them like whatever it may be maybe it's a system that you're trying out or an you know this anything exercise diet you know all of that just you know keep track of your data of whatever idea you're trying commit to it till you start to see some results decide if those results are taking you closer to your greater vision or not and then deal with the ideal deal with the idea accordingly, keep or toss or tweak. Those are your three options. And if you can can keep the constraint around it in this way and not get lost in the spinning thought wheel, then you are gonna be able to get closer and closer and closer to your one best idea that is going to take you to your greater vision for yourself. So that actually makes it sound quite simple. If you have like an aha moment of like, oh, I just have to, you know, focus on one idea at a time. No one's asking you to build Rome by yourself. I mean, if Rome wasn't built in a day, it sure as shit wasn't built by one person. And if you're trying to build a business and a brand and like you have a million moving parts and a million things that are demanding your attention, it is no wonder that you feel like you're spinning in circles and you're exhausted you're exhausted all the time. It's just not sustainable. So that is one of the things that we and I will reiterate over and over and over again, is simplify, simplify, simplify. Bring it down to the minimum viable and test it. And always use the data instead of the emotional shit show that happens in our brains to make decisions. Because our minds can be so all over the place and we can have so many, you know, Feelings that are driven by our thoughts about whether we're good enough or we're doing it right or that person's doing it better or that person's doing that and it's really working. Why can't I do that? I tried it and it didn't work. There is so much chatter that is happening in our minds that is just exhausting us. And if we can quiet that by taking everything out of our minds, putting it on paper, and testing it like a well run science experiment, then life and business and everything is going to feel so much lighter. And it's just going to feel like you're able to breathe again, and you're not losing yourself in idea overload. So that is my, those are my biggest insights into finding your one best idea. Write them down. I'll recap for you here. Here here are the steps to recap. Tap into your five-year vision for yourself or future vision, however far in the future you want to go so that you know what you're working towards. Create an ideas bank with all your ideas that you think could get you there. Test one idea at a time to figure out is this going to take you closer or not. And if it's a If it's a big idea, there might be some other ideas under that idea, but try to make it as simple as possible, as few moving parts as possible. Test it to see if it is taking you closer to this idea, this greater vision for yourself, or is it not contributing. File the idea in the Keeper or Discard or Tweak pile so that you know what to do with that current idea once you have the data. And then try another idea or tweak that idea until you get your equation right so that A plus B equals C, and C is that greater vision for yourself, that future version of yourself that you cannot wait to meet. And that's all I have for you guys today on the magic of finding your one best idea. If you have any questions at all, like I I really want to be keep this an open conversation as much as I can on a pre-recorded podcast. But head over to our website And um, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can comment on these podcast episodes with your questions, your insights, your feedback, anything at all. I'll be going in and answering all the comments. And, you know, you guys, I'm really looking forward to continuing to have these conversations and, and creating this content for you in this new podcast. I'm so enjoying it. So thanks for tuning in. And I will, I'll catch you next time. All right, everyone, if you enjoyed today's episode, then head on over to the Business Without Boundaries private Facebook group. This is a group that Katie and I created to connect with you, chat with you, answer your questions, and generally foster a community of other multi-passionate entrepreneurs who are getting it done. To join, go to facebook.com forward slash biz, B-I-Z. WO Boundaries and answer the three questions that pop up when you click on join. And once you're in, then we can continue the conversation and um, get to know you better. We believe 100% in the power of community to connect, collaborate, and grow together. And we so look forward to seeing you there.